gentlemen, good morning. Welcome back, and thanks for joining us on another beautiful Thursday morning. A great day to sit around with a group of friends and talk about the thing we love most, the professional wrestling industry, specifically the golden era of professional wrestling. And today is a very exciting conversation because we are joined by a very special guest host for today's conversation, a topic which he knows a lot about because he was fortunate enough to be in attendance. We're talking today about WrestleMania 2, the second installment of the biggest show of the year, and it's one that, in my opinion, oftentimes gets overlooked. People love WrestleMania 1 as the originator, the granddaddy of them all, and then people tend to jump right to WrestleMania 3, Hogan Andre, but today we're talking all about WrestleMania 2, with a very special guest host, longtime friend of the show, and like I said, WrestleMania 2 attendee. This is 80s Wrestling, the podcast. My name's Jumpin' Jay, and I'm sitting across from a personal friend of mine, Mr. Firefighter Brian. Brian, good morning, sir. Good morning, Jay. How are you, pal? Listen, I'm doing fantastic. I'm very excited to be sitting across from you this morning. You know, a couple weeks ago, you and Tommy made that uh, pro football bet, his Giants versus your Jets, and what was on the line was his hosting chair. And, well, not to ruin the ending, but uh, you're sitting in it, and he's not. So uh, welcome to the show today. I don't know if anybody remembers that game, but I do. There were times during that game where I'm thinking to myself, I might have to buy the rest of Tommy's LJNs from his store to be able to host today. It was, it was, they called it the toilet bowl. It was a, uh, it was, it, that game was bowling shoe ugly if I ever saw one, but it was uh, at the end of the day, here I am and hats off to Tommy for being a man of his word again. And I'm sure, you know, Jay, you and I have seen Tommy up close. We've seen him at work. He is one of the hardest working people you will ever meet and believe me this is giving him another break and there's some more time to get stuff done so uh he is listening he's going to call toward the end of the show and um then we'll take it from there but i'm looking forward to talking about a show that is like you said it is overlooked and unfortunately Time hasn't, let's be honest, time has not been good to this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, this show gets gets a bum rap in a lot of circles. I don't think it's going to rank very high in the 39 WrestleManias for various reasons. Uh, I, I want to ask you two questions, Jay. One's a yes or no, and then we're going to go right to the callers. If people think they're not going to get any time today, you're going to get all <laughs> the time you want to need. I'm going to ask Jay two questions. I'm going to get right to you guys. The two questions are, Jay, number one, have you been to a WrestleMania? And I'm going to ask this to all the callers today. Have you been to a WrestleMania? I have not been to a WrestleMania. The closest I've come is I've driven by an arena when WrestleMania week was going on. So I got to see, you know, the fanfare, the banners. Right all the things outside, but I have not been fortunate enough to, to see one live. It is on the bucket list of things I would like to do. I'll tell you, they should bring, they've had a Super Bowl at your stadium, Jay. They should have a, I would really like to see WWE uh, go to cities they've never been to before uh, to share, share the wealth because everybody should have the opportunity to go to at least one WrestleMania. Uh, I've been uh, fortunate to go to three of them. I was at uh, two, twenty, and twenty-nine, mm. and um, so I've uh, I've got and I got uh, all four majors. I've been to two Rumbles, a SummerSlam, and a Survivor Series. So uh, I was able to knock all that off my bucket list. And the other question I have for you, and again, I'm going to ask this to all the callers: Do you prefer WrestleMania being one night? Or do you like what they've been doing the past two years, spreading it out to two nights? That's a very good question. My personal preference is I prefer the one-night extravaganza. I like to sit down and watch the show in its entirely and entirety and then be able to go, go about my life. I understand why they've spread it uh, to multiple nights. I get it from their point of view. But if I had my 
my choice, I would pick a single night. You know, I'm I'm with you. Okay, I know a lot of the uh, traditionalists are say it should be one night. You know, the showcase of the immortals. You know, mm-hmm. you don't like it. You don't you don't make it. You know, step up your game and make the show next year. Uh, but here, here's the thing: if they're going to keep making putting so many matches on the card, like WrestleMania from like 30 to 35, I can't be the only person who was fighting to keep his eyes open toward the Mm -hmm. end of the show. It was like eight hours long. And I mean, you know, Raw is a marathon. WrestleMania was an Iron Man. Mm -hmm. And if they were going to do that, I'd rather they spread spread it out to two nights. If they're going to have, I'd rather have two nights than one, like, six- to eight-hour show, which is just too much. So uh, that's where uh, where I would stand on that, you know. But I uh, I agree. You know, one night, I will say this, though, and I think we could all agree on this. It took them over 30 years to finally realize this, but now they're having shows on Saturday nights, and I love that. Because I can't tell you how many people I know had to, you know, turn the show off because they had to go to bed for work the next day, so or school or whatever. And uh, Jay, I'm sure you are in that club. We'd for Monday mornings we'd be going to school like zombies because we'd be up till eleven, twelve o'clock watching WrestleMania, whatever show. So uh, I love that it's on Saturdays now. You know, that's a great point, because I fall into the category of mom and dad wouldn't let us get WrestleMania pay-per-views or wrestling pay-per-views that took place on Sunday night because it was a school night. And so I had to wait for my Uncle Jim to VHS record them and then hand them to me. What's interesting is WrestleMania 2 was on a Monday. And so so how did you were there? And we got to jump into the call soon because I I don't know if it's the topic or it's you, my friend, because the the slam line is booked. We got five callers just hanging out waiting to talk to you, my friend. But before we jump into the first call, Monday for a pay-per-view, for a WrestleMania, did you go to school that day? Did you stay home? How old were you? Were you at were good, you school age? Good question. Tommy doesn't have a store to open today, so we could go on till however long you want, Jay. But um, <laughs> but good good question. Let me say quick. Yes, I was at school that day because the show wasn't on till like eight o'clock at night. I was at school that day. I told everybody in the school that I was going that night. They all wanted to kill me. And then when I <laughs> Came to, are you ready for this? When I came to school the next day, as my mother, may she rest in peace, would say, I had the first grade teacher from hell. But the one good thing about her, the first thing she said to me when I came in the next day, who won the battle royal? So oh. uh, there was one, uh, one good thing. But I will say this, uh, Jay. I'm happy to say I still have the WrestleMania two T-shirt that mm. my dad got for me that night. I still have that shirt and the house show I went to months prior. um, I got the Hulkamania uh, t-shirt with the red shirt with the yellow lettering. And about 10 years ago, the Hulkster did a signing at a mall near me. It cost me an arm, a leg and everything in between. But I got that shirt signed by the Hulkster and it's framed with the picture in the corner of the two of us. That's incredible. said don't meet your heroes well i met my hero and it was worth every penny i would have paid double the price and we'll go into the callers with this the first thing anybody heard anybody say at the coliseum that night the late great howard finkel may he rest in paradise says ladies and gentlemen there is to be no trash thrown into the ring the second he says that everybody boos and starts throwing trash into the ring (laughs) so Welcome to New York. Welcome to mid-80s New York. That's so, right. Uh, Very well said. Absolutely. So let's get to these callers, babe. I can't wait. All right, here we go. We're talking WrestleMania two, an idea that sounded great on paper to uh, try to sell out multiple venues for a single event. Did it work well enough from a viewer's standpoint? We're going to find out. Up first on today's call-in line, a guy who has sat in that very hot seat that you're sitting in, Firefighter. It's Babyface Brian. Brian, good morning, sir. You are live inside the firehouse this morning. Hey, good morning, Brian. 
I'm doing great. Good morning, Brian. Good morning, Jay. And uh, for me, WrestleMania two was uh, is real high on the sentimental list, nostalgia list. So for me, it's one of my favorites just because it happened uh, what April seventh, and uh, and I started watching either later that month or in May, and then it was on Showtime just under three months later on July fifth. So it was the first WrestleMania that I got to see. Uh, it, that I actually got to watch, and then I went and rented WrestleMania one. So on uh, on July fifth, the the NFL Battle Royal just totally had me uh, captivated with Andre the Giant winning and all the NFL players. My, you know, my team, the 49ers, had won the Super Bowl the year before. The Bears had just won, and it was in Chicago, so that was a huge presence. Um, the Hulk Hogan. Uh, steel cage match against Bundy that uh that was probably second as far as uh well I guess that's first most exciting and, and the battle royal second but um uh but the only time I've been to a Wrestlemania would be a closed circuit viewing the next year at Wrestlemania 3 got to sit amongst uh several thousand fans and and watch the closed circuit airing of Wrestlemania 3 um I definitely like the old days of one night of uh, WrestleMania, but um, there were, the wrestling talent was, um, I don't know, was spread out and, and lined up where they could get the whole roster or most of the roster on a card and, and knock it out in, in somewhat quick matches. So I, I loved WrestleMania 31 when they uh, went to San Jose and, uh, and got it all done in one night and only had seven matches on the main card. Um, but, right. Right, but right now with the nature of entertainment, uh, I kind of I kind of like the two nights and having you know three to four hours each night um, just sitting in my living room. If I was at the event, I would want it to wrap up. I think in one night of four hours or so. I'm glad they aren't doing these uh, you know these hours that go or these uh, shows that go over four hours anymore. Um, question before I get off for Firefighter Brian is uh sure. when they were when they were done with that first segment of uh of you watching those first four matches uh what kind of screen did you watch the other matches in the arena on did they have like big 32 inch televisions that they rolled out by the ring or did they have uh screens up top and and have a projector on matches and also uh it seemed like we could hear vince and uh susan st james um it seemed like there was a sound of them in the arena. Could you actually hear the announcing in the arena, or was it like a standard house show where you didn't hear them announcing? So, you know, how did you guys view the rest of the card, and did you hear those uh, announcers? Which, man, Susan St. James was a low point for me as far as the the whole announce crew and splitting them all up. But anyway, I'll I'll let you answer those. Yeah, yeah. The the it's important to note. You know, you bring up a good point, Brian. The uh... The commentating teams, they did this once and they never did it again. And if you watched WrestleMania 2, you'll see why. Uh, they had uh, Susan St. James do uh, the Long Island version. And um, if you ever want to have a fun night, uh, watch WrestleMania 2 and take a shot every time Susan says, uh-oh. Um, you, I, I'm just joking. Don't do that. You'll be dead. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then... Uh, you know, Kathy Lee Crosby was and uh, Gorilla Monsoon and Lord Al uh, and Gorilla Monsoon and Gene Okerlund did uh, the Chicago part, and then um, this was interesting. L.A. It was Jesse Ventura doing uh, play-by-play, and he actually did a pretty darn good job. And uh, Lord Alfred did the color, and Elvira was the heel mm-hmm. commentator. And of the heel guy, Elvira. So, uh, and again, that's one of the things that, one of the reasons why WrestleMania doesn't stand the test of time too well, because it was chock full of celebrities, a lot of which were 80s celebrities that got left in the 80s. But um, mm-hmm. but that's not their fault. Um, but to answer your questions, good questions. Um, I've never been to a show where you can hear the commentary. It's all like a house show, you know, you can't hear. That's the one thing about seeing wrestling live. It's great, but there's no commentary. Um, As far as how we watched the rest of the show, they had these huge, it's like a movie screen on each side of the arena. So everybody got to see it. We were all watching the rest of the show together. 
and the crowd was actually very into it. Um, I'll just ask you this guys, ask you guys this, if see if you get it right. The biggest reaction the crowd gave to a match on the screen, not live in person. I'm going to guess it's when uh, uh, Davy Boy slammed uh, Valentine's head into Dynamite and Dynamite fell off and the Bulldogs won the title, but uh, just a shot in the dark there. What I tell you, what a sick bump that was, man. What a sick bump that was. I saw that. He goes flying, and he can't even get in the ring after the match. They had, after the match, Gene Oakland's conduct, trying to conduct an interview. The Bulldogs can't even get in the ring because they're in so much pain. And um, uh, Captain Lou and Ozzy Osbourne, who looks completely coked out of his mind, is uh, uh, end up doing the interview. And um, But, yeah, when the Bulldogs won the title, the crowd went ballistic. They, it was uh, oh, it was huge. They went, they went insane. So I, I got some babyface. Before you go, just two quick questions for you. I've noticed on your X account that you um, have a, uh, you not just have LJNs in pictures. You have some newer figures in pictures. Do you collect other lines? Or are you mainly an LJN guy? Uh, mainly LJNs, but I have uh, a, a fair amount of the Mattels and of the and a few of the Hasbro's. Uh, but yeah, mainly all the LJN stuff. So yeah, very nice. And, and the was other that question... the an- was that the answer? Real quick, was the uh, the Bulldogs was the loudest pop? Yeah, but by five. Oh, cool. And uh, by far, the other question I want to ask you is: Is it true? that you're looking to legally change your name so your initials are LJN? (laughs) Uh, Not not at this time. Just a rumor. (laughs) I I think Babyface Brian is just perfect, my friend. Right on. Hey, uh, like I say, all the love in the world to WrestleMania 2. You only had WrestleMania 1 to compare it to at the time. So, I mean, uh, hindsight 2020, they did bigger and better things, but – I don't think a lot of people realize how amazing it was for the kids that, uh, or just you know anybody who was a wrestling fan at that time, to have it going down and and seeing all the excitement. But uh, yeah, hindsight twenty twenty, it doesn't uh, rank up there. But you know at the time it was sure exciting. So have a great rest of the show and thanks you guys uh, for having me on. I will talk to you again soon. Sounds good, Brian. Right. Thank you so much. Great way to start the show, Brian. Have a good one. God bless. All right, Firefighter. Now is a moment that a lot of listeners of this show have probably been waiting for. This is the moment where Firefighter Brian and our next caller get to share some airtime one-on-one. Buckle up. It's time for Total with Tom. Here we go. Tom, good morning. You are live inside the firehouse this morning. We're talking WrestleMania 2. Going on, Tom. I feel like I'm in podcast hell. I've been, I've been on hold listening to the two Bryans. Now I understand why Dave Meltzer personally called me up last week. He called me for a reason, by the way. He called me to tell me that he was no longer going to. Hold up, Rye. I'm the caller. You're the host. Hold up. Called me up and said to me, Toto Tom, I just want you to know I will be no longer printing the Wrestling Observer newsletter as of December 11th issue. He told me that I was one of the 3% of the subscribers who still um, subscribe to the print edition, and I've been doing it for like 30 years. So to make a long story short, he said, but what you have to understand, Toto Tom, is that the 80s wrestling podcast show has garnered the lowest ratings in its, since its inception, okay, since when Tommy Fierro and Jumping Jin first started doing it out of their garage about two or three years ago. They had to scrap that version of the show and reboot it and bring Toto and Tom along to get it where it is now. So Dave Meltzer said, you better get on that show and bring up the ratings. And this is what I hear. I hear you. I hear uh, baby face, and, and they're, you guys are hosting on top of it? What happened to Fierro? Where is he? 
Well, if you have been listening the last few weeks, you'd know everything that was going on. So, you know, go back and listen to the past few shows. And, uh, Tom, I don't know what drug you're on, but I'm going to kick your ass if you don't give me any. And now that you've gotten your complaining done, let's hear your take on WrestleMania 2, because when you're not complaining or making yourself sound like a wrestling heel, you actually bring up some very good wrestling points. So let's hear your take. Well, first of all, you've been, this is true, uh, Jay, you know this, Tom does go to quite a few shows. Tom, I know you've been to at least one WrestleMania. How many have you been to? Two. Which ones? I know you went last year out in L.A. What was the other one? 29 at the Metal, uh, not Meadowlands, uh, Giant Stadium. Yeah, I was there. We probably probably, uh, had a beer together. We probably crossed paths. Yeah, I was at that one. And uh, I, do you I've never prefer... seen you say no to a beer, Brian. I've never seen you say no to a beer. I have to say this about you. You sure know how to have a good time. Well, you coming from you, pal, well, coming from you, pal, that's saying a lot. Yeah, listen, man, every day's a Friday and every night's a Friday night. I, I, every day's a Friday and every night's a Saturday night. I work hard and I party harder. So, uh, but, but, um, uh, Tom, uh, do you uh, prefer... The one night or the two nights? Uh, two nights by far. I felt that they were getting too long in the tooth. Um, and that is uh, a welcomed change to WrestleMania. Um, I, I think it, it makes it a weekend now, too. Now you got Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. It's basically a four-day event. Um, and it means big business, and it means that you can take your time in developing the matches and the storylines. I will say this, though. The one drawback, and I know this firsthand because I was there last year, you get exhausted. Okay, so, Mm -hmm. like, you start on a Friday. You know, if you're doing SmackDown, Hall of Fame, NXT, WrestleMania nights one and two, and then by the time Raw comes out, a lot of people were tired by the time Raw came. And, like, you know, maybe our reactions weren't as hot as – you know, some of the uh, people on at home watching on TV thought it should have been. I know there was a lot of backlash on that Raw, but when I was there watching it, I, I thought it was a it was a great event. Um, but I could see maybe where you know the fans, even though they're watching something that's great, they're not reacting to it. But getting right. back to your topic, hang on, Tom. Jim, how are you, buddy? Tom? How are you, Jim? I'm doing fantastic, brother. Hey, before we jump back to WrestleMania two, let me just ask you: when you're at an event like WrestleMania last year, you mentioned the Hall of Fame. You mentioned NXT shows. How much of that is included with your single WrestleMania ticket, or do you have to buy None tickets? Of uh, None of it. So you, if you're it. going to an event, you've got to buy a specific ticket for each event. So yep. not necessarily. So how it works is WrestleMania is a standalone ticket. You buy either for one night or you could buy a package for two nights. They have these packages for Raw, SmackDown, and NXT, which means you get to sit in the same seat every night for those shows. So that's okay. what we did. We purchased one block because they were at the crypto.com arena, those events. Hall of Fame was included as well. So you are getting four events in the same seat every night. Sure. But, but WrestleMania is separate. Okay. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, okay. You learn something every day. So Very good. WrestleMania Rest- two, uh, Firefighter Brian, is probably my least favorite of all WrestleManias because of how they presented it with the uh, three venues. I never felt it got into a flow because it's very hard sometimes. You know, when you book a, a, an event, a pay-per-view, right, that you have to book it a certain way. Your first match has to be able to get the crowd going. Your second match, you know, th- th- there, there's a science to it. And I felt, and I could be wrong because I have to be honest with you. I haven't seen that WrestleMania two since I first saw it. Mm-hmm. So that's how much I disliked it. And maybe it's worth going back and checking out again. But I just never liked it. But I think because I didn't like the jumping around, you know, going from here to there, and I thought that you know there wasn't a certain flow that a typical you know wrestling match would have. Uh, am I right in saying that? Maybe. They haven't done it since. Asterisk, uh, Tom. They, uh, 
they haven't done that until uh, the Raw, I think it was 25th anniversary, where they simulcast, they had it at the Barclays and the Manhattan Center. And that was another disaster. The people at the Manhattan Center were ready to riot because almost the whole show was at the Barclays Center. And I went, I've been to a Raw at the Barclays. I'll never do it again. A three hours for a Raw is way too long, and they give you absolutely no leg room at that place. So it was uh, that the whole show should have been at the Manhattan Center. Be sentimental. Be nostalgic. Sell, you know, a couple hundred, you know, one low, uh, small venue for a Raw isn't going to bankrupt you. Okay, I thought it was uh, just too much. But, yeah, a lot of people trashed that. A lot of people thought it was just uh, should have been just one venue. Listen, it was worth a try. It didn't work. They never did it, at least not for a pay-per-view. Jumping, Jim, I would assume that today's show will be the least you have ever spoken with, you know, right? Correct? Hey, listen, they say, like, if, if you are wrestling with a very good performer, it's almost like having the night off. And so I feel like I have the morning off here because Fire to Fire Brian is doing a fantastic job. Total Tom, before we let you go, you'll appreciate yes. this. I have a 10-year-old son. He loves the product, professional wrestling. He loves to watch it. He watches all the premiere events on the Peacock channel. He's got a wrestling video game. But he's just starting to to come into the awareness of kind of some of the lingo that goes along behind the scenes of wrestling. We were talking yesterday about baby faces versus heels and what that means. And when we were talking about heels, I said, heels is, you know, a performer that needs to have a character that comes across as a bad guy. Behind the scenes in real life, they're probably a very nice person, but their character that they portray is a bad guy. So you call him a heel. And he looks at me, he goes, kind of like Toto with Tom. And I thought that was amazing because he met you in New Jersey. He knows you're a very nice guy, but uh, yeah. So when, when we were talking about baby faces and heels, you were the name that came out of his mouth, not a WWE performer. So I thought you'd enjoy well, hearing that. You're not doing your job in this industry. If you're not promoting yourself all the time as a certain character, that's the way I feel. Got to get yourself oh, over. There you go. Well, well said. Well, thank you for kicking off the conversation. You yeah. and Babyface Brian, great, great conversation to be had. Uh, so thank you now for calling. You I know you got a busy other, day, so thank you. Jumping Jim, you can get to those other wacky callers that have been calling, I heard, the last few weeks. Some HVAC guy and some guy Listen, from Massachusetts. And they're all waiting who, in the wings. They're all on hold. Yeah, I don't know who these, I don't know who these people are, but they must kneel before Toto with Tom. <laughs> Tom, Tom, listen, I met you back in, in the spring. Uh, listen, he's, the, he's a, not only a great caller and a great fan, but a great guy. And but Tom, with all due respect, my friend, I'm actually going to do you a favor and tell you, save your money and stop spending your money on that observer. All that's good for is wiping your ass. So uh, <laughs> with, that, with that, Tom, thanks for calling, pal. I know you have a busy day today. All right, fellas. Thanks. God bless. All right, see you later, Tom. All right, firefighter, we're off to a great start, but, man, we got callers waiting in the wings, so we're going to have to start rapid-firing this thing. Up next is a relatively new caller to the show, but he's fantastic every time we have him on. It is Matt from Boston. Matt, good morning, sir. Welcome to the WrestleMania Two conversation. Gentlemen, good morning. Good morning. Um, a couple of quick things before I, before I dump into WrestleMania Two. So, um, so, so, Jay, welcome back, first of all. Um, and there's an old Appreciate adage that, that yeah, yeah, you, you don't know what you got till it's gone is I think it's how it, how it says. And, um, last Wednesday, last Wednesday night, I was, I was, I was texting with Tommy about something unrelated and he's like, no show tomorrow. Yeah. Jay's got to Jay's busy or something. And in that moment I was like, oh no, that stinks. Um, I look forward to the show every every Thursday morning. And then, you know, 10 o'clock rolls around Thursday morning, and I felt this huge void. And I'm like, wow, that's amazing. Because I've only kind of stumbled upon this, you know, the podcast and then learn about all the other initiatives and tentacles that are going on related to this, you know, in the last three or four months. But 
in a short time, it's become something I really look forward to. And I had that, I had that feeling in my gut at 10 o'clock on Thursday morning. I'm like, there's no show. I got to do work now for this, for the next hour. What? <laughs> and I've come to, I've come to really, you know, the anticipation every week of Thursday at 10 and it, and it was left empty last week. So welcome back. I'm glad we're Thank all you, here. I, Absolutely. I, I've come to love this community and everybody involved. And I'm just, you know, happy to, you know, have you let me in on a, on a little piece of it. Well, I appreciate you saying all that because the beautiful thing about this podcast is it's really just a group of friends sitting around talking about something we all share a passion on. And so I don't view it as like, you know, uh, a podcast or a radio show. It really is just you get to hang out with a group of friends and talk about wrestling. And so I missed it last week, too. I was bummed that I couldn't be here uh, and I was sitting in a meeting. And, yeah, I was wishing I was on the air with you guys. And so I appreciate you saying that. Uh, welcome to the conversation. We've got a great one today. We're talking WrestleMania 2 with a guy who was there, which is pretty amazing. Uh, and so I'm, I'm ready to hear your take on this, Matt. What did you think of WrestleMania 2? Yeah, so um, WrestleMania 2 has a, has a very nostalgic feel for me. I, you know, as a kid, I, w- I got into wrestling late 86, so I, I wasn't around for it first run. But two things that hit home for me um, – it was one of those VHSs that w- I would cycle through pretty regularly, and, and this is the this is the time period where you could rent VHS tapes at your local supermarket, at the drugs. Mm-hmm. Everybody had a counter where they had some sort of rental, in addition to all the stores. And it was you know WrestleMania three, WrestleMania two, WrestleMania three, Wrestle. You know I would in, you know depending on where it was, and it was one that I would just watch over and over. Um, and so I look, I look back on it with a lot of fond memories, you know, 10 year old little Maddie. Um, and, and it has a special place cause it was one that I just wore out the tapes for sure. Um, and, and the second thing for me is the Hogan Bundy cage match with, with the Hogan having the rib problem and his ribs taped up, Right. Uh, the rib injury, I should say, from from, mm-hmm. from Saturday night's main event, and you know, later in life, in my mid to late twenties, I had, I had I'd hurt my ribs somehow, and in that moment, I said, "Well, I know what to do. I'm going to tape them up, right? I I saw Hogan tape them up. That's what you do for for broken ribs. And I and I get the tape and I tape up my ribs, and I'm like, wait a minute." This kind of really hurts. I, I must be doing something wrong. And I and I call my doctor, and she says, "Okay, first of all, the last thing you ever want to do for broken ribs is tape them because you're just putting pressure on them, and it's going to right. hurt like a you know a lot." And I and I said, "Ah, okay. This is this is where sports entertainment meets wrestling meets real world." Uh, and uh, so so I I chuckle at that because you know wrestling has played such a big part in my life from, from age 10 on. And I didn't think twice. I just grabbed the tape and said, I'm going to do what the Hulkster did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's you interesting, know, so you, bring, go ahead. You, you bring up a good point, Matt. You know, throughout the whole night, they were selling Hogan's rib injury. They showed the replay on Saturday night's main event of Bundy splashing him with Morocco holding his arms. Um, they sold it the whole night. They had uh, they showed him in the gym with Hillbilly Jim and how's this for a time capsule, Dapanovich. Okay, well that's why it, the the tape didn't work for you, uh, Matt. Uh, you didn't have Doctor Bob Panovich uh, doing it for you, but they sold it to the hilt. They sold it. Um, Doctor Bob is even saying I recommended Hogan not you know competing tonight. They really sold it all the way before and during the match. And, you know, I just want to say uh, quick, you know, speaking of that match, Jay, you and Tommy, you are big advocates. You guys miss the old uh, blue steel cage that's featured in that match. And the reason they got rid of that was because it was very painful. I mean, you Mm -hmm. you on the show – Guys are carrying it, and you can't help but wonder who's carrying it to the ring. Are they, you know, arena employees? Are they Chicago, you know, uh, 
uh, employees of the, you know, the city of Chicago? Are they WWE employees? Are they people we know and don't recognize? But it takes like 10 guys to carry each side to the ring. And it was a very big, heavy, and painful cage. The cage they have now is a lot lighter. It's a lot less painful. It has a lot less give. So, which, uh, you know, you, you see guys bouncing off it. You can tell more of a story, not to mention it's quicker. They just suspend it above the ring, and then when it's time, they just put it down, which takes seconds. So uh, I agree with you, uh, uh, however, Jay. I do miss that cage because you can see the match better because the holes were bigger. Yeah, visually, visually it's yeah. a more menacing-looking cage, but you're absolutely right. I, I listened to an interview with Hogan, and he said it just had zero give you know a chain link fence type cage when you when you get thrown into it it gives you know you might get scraped up a little bit but it gives this blue thing he said was just brutal once you hit it it was not moving and you were getting lumps on the head for sure absolutely absolutely uh matt uh, uh two questions i've been asking everybody have you been to a wrestlemania so have not been to a wrestlemania haven't haven't uh haven't been lucky enough to to attend in person and and to answer your second question, um, it, it's it's a little bit nuanced for me. I, I prefer the two nights, but only because that affords me the ability to have Saturday night, which is not a school night, right? Mm-hmm. So I can stay up later. Right. I'm an old I'm an old an old geezer now, right? If it's if <laughs> right. it's a work day, I, you know my head is on the pillow at nine o'clock. So. Um, so I, 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 would, I would defer to the two nights only because it gives me the ability to, to stay up and see more of the content, you know. But in reality, I would say, well, let's just move it to Saturday and be one night. I'd, I'd prefer one night, but it'd be a Saturday and not a, and not a Sunday or, or a Friday, honestly. But, but that's, you know, that's my opinion. Um, Firefighter, I did, have one, I did have one thing for you. Um, a, awesome. So glad you're here. Awesome that you're Thanks. going to host. Now, Thank you, and I, I'm, I'm awesome that you're calling in. I appreciate you guys calling in today. So, so Brian, um, yeah. I was watching the game two weeks ago, right? So I knew the bet, I knew the wager. As a <laughs> as a as a as a guy from Boston and a big Patriots fan, you you okay. understand the pain the pain it caused me to put on a Jets Giants game, okay? Um, <laughs> there is no love loss for the Jets, and never has been. And the Giants, we have a very complicated history with. Um, sure. 07, 2011, we, we, you know the sure. history. So, but I put it on because I had a vested interest. I was now interested in seeing who won that game. And as we were getting down to the end of regulation, I got the text on my phone ready to send to Tommy going, well, you're not getting out of this. It looks like you're going to, you know, he, you, you know, Firefighter Brian's off the hook. You know, you're, you're going to have to host again. And then it unfolded the way it unfolded, and I'm backspacing, backspacing, backspacing on my iPhone. Going, oh my gosh, this is not. This is going to. Over, this is now going. Not only are they not going to lose, it's going to overtime. And then it ends the way it ends, and I'm like, all right, LFG baby, we got Firefighter Brian next week. Let's go. So I watched with bated breath. I had a vested interest. I I I put down my Patriots hat for a minute and watched the Jets Giants game. And I couldn't have been more happier with the outcome. And the way it ended was just crazy. And, and you know, ha- so happy you're, you're able to co-host this week. Well, hey, listen, coming from a Patriots fan, I really appreciate that. That means a lot. Uh, re- re- real quick, is Mac Jones the future? Uh, not in football. Might have a future in something, <laughs> but not a quarterback. <laughs> and is, it, is it time for Big Bill as a GM, as a coach, or both? Uh, well, my opinion is it's time to move on from both. Uh, I think I think we need this is a this is a burn the ship scenario here, um, and and to do that it's you gotta you gotta you gotta say goodbye. All right, I, I do listen. I've said a few years it's been time for Big Bill as a GM, um, as a coach. Who knows? But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, listen, you guys had a great run. I'm a Jet Met Islander fan. Thank you for your sympathy. I tell people it's the equivalent of herpes in one sheet, hemorrhoids in the other, and general warts up, up front. 
So a uh, very painful experience. So uh, absolutely. Listen, Matt, thank you for calling in. Thanks for uh, your very kind words. And uh, the feeling is mutual, my friend. Be good, boys. All right. I'll thank try. you so much, Matt. All right, Firefighter Brian, what a great conversation we're having. Reminiscing about WrestleMania 2, and the callers have been great so far, and the ones on hold have been hanging on. And so we're going to start turning them as quickly as we can so we can get uh, to everybody. Up next, longtime friend of the show, great guy, met him a few times, Danny from Butler. Danny, good morning. You are live with Firefighter Brian. We're talking WrestleMania 2. Hey, Dan. Brian, Jumpin' Jay, pleasure. Uh, you know, I definitely uh, missed uh, you guys last week. Looking forward to whatever the topic was. I think uh, the topic was supposed to be something about the eight best uh, 80s feuds. Uh, WrestleMania two, not so bad uh, of a to- topic at all. C- couldn't uh, couldn't pick the better one. Um, damn, Brian, I tell you what, you and I, fellow yep. Jeff fans. You talk about watching that game two weeks ago. That set football back like 20, 30 years. And then what? Well, the garbage that we saw on Monday night, everything in front of us, typical Jeff uh, fashion, you wet, you wet the bed. Can we please, 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 the kid can't play. Sit him down. Everybody that we've played since he's been here has been able to do something productive. This kid is not it. This kid is going to get this coaching staff, and the general manager fired. We have a championship defense. Give this team a chance while this team is still young, and they don't have to pay these guys. You got a window, take advantage of it. They are wasting a championship defense because this kid does not have it. He makes the hard, the easy look impossible. I, I can't anymore. But on, a, on another note, let's get to, back to something we actually enjoy. Um, Danny, 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 let me just say, let me just say something quick, because we, we, we are, uh, we do have to go rapid fire, like Jason. Let me just say something. I respectfully disagree. I, I'm not so sure Wilson's the future of this team, but I think with all things considered, I, I'd rather lose two quarterbacks than two centers, okay, which the Jets have lost. The, the Jets have a no-name line. Okay, they are not. They are not giving him the proper protection. Not giving them the proper time. Not giving the running game the proper holes they need. Okay, I think with the bum line, Wilson's doing. I'm, I'm not making excuses, but I can't. I can only put so much blame on him. A quarterback is only as good as his offensive line. So uh, I'm not. That's, I'm not. I'm not. I will not argue with that. But still. I think I've seen enough in three years that it just, uh, like I said, this kid doesn't get it. No, you could put Aaron Rodgers on the sideline. You could have him caught in plays. You know, if you don't have it in between the ears, it just, like I said, I just don't see it. And, you know, I want to see the guy succeed. I, wa- I want to see him win, but I just don't, like I said, it just, it hasn't sunk in. I don't know what it is. Obviously, yes, also, you, you're not, you could put, I don't care who you put behind the line like that. You're not, they're, they're not going to be able to succeed. And it's just, you know, listen, we're used to this. We're Jeff fans. So, you know, unfortunately, yeah. we, you know, we still got nine more weeks. It's still salvageable. Let's hope that, uh, you know, something, uh, you know, the, the light bulb goes off. But uh, as far as WrestleMania yeah. two, I was five years old for that. Um, I was uh, watching wrestling at the time. I, I, didn't, I didn't get to see it. You know, obviously I had to wait for the VHS to come out. Um, you know, you look at. You know, from what it followed up, WrestleMania one, you know, it definitely I think was a was a upgrade. You know, if you in, in, in all honesty, you gotta say WrestleMania one, even though it was a success, it was a glorified house show from the garden, Brian. That's all it was. The same production that you would see uh month to month on MSG network, the same thing. It was really not much, you know, obviously you had you know, the hoopla with the celebrities, you know, you had the title WrestleMania, but you know, they did a better job, you know, WrestleMania 2. I don't mean, it wasn't such a star-studded, you know, uh, matches, I would say, like nothing that would jump out of the screen, you know, like a Savage and Steamboat or, you know, Sean and Razor Ramon, but, you know, there was, you know, there was, there was some good uh, moments, you know, you, you had uh, obviously three different venues, you had the main event with Hogan and, uh, I think, uh, yeah, Hogan and Bundy at the LA Sports Arena, 
the Rosemont Horizon, you had the Bulldogs. They captured the titles from uh, the Dream Team. You know, I definitely loved the, the Bulldogs growing up. That was, a, a you know, a, such a great team, but, you know, very short-lived, obviously, with injuries, and we all know the, the all the backstage uh, heat that they got from, uh, you know, just being bullies and, and jerks. And then uh, whatever, yeah. I think uh, at, at the uh, North Nassau Coliseum, I think it was the, the 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 boxing match between Mr. T and uh, Roddy Piper, you know. So, you know, like I say, it was a, a good, it was a memorable, you know, uh, you know, a memorable pay per view. You look at uh, the the battle royal between the wrestlers and the and the NFL players. Obviously, Andre winning, and then you know you look at at that point, Andre. That was his uh, pretty much at that time. That's where you could see that his health was really becoming an issue. Um, he, uh, you know, obviously he took to the time away to watch, you know, to film the Princess Bride, and then you know, you, you know, he, en- he ends up having that, you know, the the suspension, you know, when he would then he became part of the machines and all that, you know, all that leading up to WrestleMania three. Um, so, like I said, one of the memorable, maybe like n- not so much memorable to me, but it, it, overall a good show. Nothing that I think nothing groundbreaking. That's just my opinion because I was probably real young, you know, that was, you know, I was still fresh into wrestling, but, you know, in hindsight now, you know, they were doing, you know, they were still building up to, you know, what eventually led up to the grand day of all the following year, WrestleMania 3, so they definitely were in the right, you know, they just, you know, I think they just kept growing from the momentum from the first WrestleMania, so uh, overall, a good show, uh, there's been better, but there's definitely far from the from worse of, out of all of them. You know, Dan, you bring up a very good point. Um, you know, WrestleMania one, yeah, it was a glorified house show. It was the same production that they had on MSG. Uh, it's just that, you know, the rest of the country wasn't used to it, which is what I think they sold on it. Um, and, you know, uh, and I think, you know, Babyface said this, uh, Matt said this, you know, nostalgic, sentimental. I think that's, what we take from WrestleMania too. It might not have been a great uh, show, you know, match-wise, but a lot of sentimentality, a lot of nostalgia, and, you know, with the boxing match, you know, the the crowd, believe it or not, a lot of people were cheering for Piper, believe it or not. And before the match cuts a promo, and you're talking about things that would never fly today, Piper says, I grew my hair long so people can tell the difference between me and Mr. T. And no matter what happens tonight, I will never shave my head like an Indian and paint myself black. Talk about something that would never make it today, that would never fly today. And the real irony of that is he did paint himself black a few years later at WrestleMania 6. Bad News Brown, yep. Bad News Brown. So it's uh, pretty uh, pretty interesting how that worked out. But it was, uh, I got to say, it, it, it's amazing how you look at the card from top to bottom. So many of the wrestlers and celebrities are dead. In fact, Jake Roberts, George Wells is the only match that ended in a finisher, the only match in New York that ended clean, and the only match where both the participants are still alive. If that's, you pretty, believe that. That, that, that's pretty. That's pretty amazing. Uh, you go back uh, to the the boxing match between Mr. T and uh, Roddy Piper. If you remember, in, in Piper's corner, you had Lou Duva, who, in you know, <laughs> a, a man that I've met, you a man that I've met that that grew up in the same town as me in Patterson, New Jersey, boxing royalty. You know, straight boxing no. royalty and. Uh, Tommy uh, once uh, he 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 made a he he told a story one time uh, on the podcast that as a kid growing up he knew somewhere in Patterson that P- P- Piper was actually training in one of the boxing gyms with Lou Duva and he they, he knew where it was and his mom uh, would not take him or not let him go so that's uh, actually a, a pretty uh, cool uh, story to tell you know Lou like I said you know just the uh, the whole boxing story, him and Piper, I mean, him and uh, and, and Mr. T, and, you know, there was uh, some serious real-life heat uh, 
between those two, you know, Piper, you know, not uh, respecting uh, Mr. T because, you know, he, you know, I, I guess he felt, you know, Mr. T didn't deserve the notoriety uh, coming into the, the world of professional wrestling. But, you know, like I said, it, it, all, it left us for definitely great drama. But wait, wait, listen, it's not a cool story for Tommy, that's for sure. I can't imagine what I would do to my parents if that was me. And uh, I'll say that uh, Lou Duva uh, was, uh, when he passed away in 2017, he was 94. You watch WrestleMania too. he looked like he was 94 in 1986. But, Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> oh, question an absolute legend of this uh of uh, of boxing and uh, to be fair uh dan uh mr t a lot of guys who worked with mr t in that era weren't crazy about him uh, gene okerland uh was always uh vocal about him they said he had too much of an attitude thought he was just uh uh too good for anything um they said he was very difficult to work with so it's not just piper yeah, well, um, as far as uh, WrestleManias, I have been uh, fortunate enough to go to three of them. I went to the WrestleMania Miami, the, the first match between The Rock and Cena at WrestleMania 28, and I went to both uh, WrestleManias at uh, MetLife, 29 and 35. So, uh, yes, I've been uh, lucky enough and uh, fortunate to uh, be at a WrestleMania. I always wanted to go to a WrestleMania at the Garden. I wasn't able to. But, uh, you know, definitely uh, I've been blessed to say that I've been able to cross that off the bucket list. Awesome. That's absolutely – those are three good ones. Yes. So, uh, listen, I know you guys got uh, less than 10 minutes. I know you guys have more callers. Uh, It's a pleasure talking to you guys, Uh, Brian. It's a uh, pleasure meeting you uh, at the store. I wish I could have – uh, interacted you with you more at the actual convention, but unfortunately I was on stuck online for almost four hours trying to get a uh, Bret Hart's uh, autograph and picture. So I did, it wasn't in the cars, but you know, if you uh, decide to come down this, uh, this coming year, I'll definitely try to get there earlier and, uh, and uh, you know, hang out and pick your brain a little bit more. Uh, Jumping Jay, always a pleasure. You definitely have a day off today because uh, Brian is definitely, uh, Brian is definitely carrying a, uh, He's carrying the, the, the team today, so That's you guys right. I got have work a today. tremendous weekend. Uh, you guys have a tremendous weekend. I uh, look forward to the following show. Hey, sounds good, Danny. You Thank do- you so much. You do the same, Dan. It's my pleasure. God bless. God bless. All right. Firefighter, we got, like, like Danny said, about 10 minutes left, and it looks like a new number may be calling into the show today. It looks like a New Jersey area code. Let's find out. Uh, who's waiting in the wings? Hello, caller. What's your name and where are you calling from, sir? Piero, and I'm calling from <laughs> Lincoln Park, New Jersey. How are you? Tommy, what is there going on, go. brother? Welcome to the show. A man of the hour. How are you, Tom? Great job today, Brian. Uh, Jay, you, you did have the day off. I've been having the show on. Uh, now, I, I didn't catch it right from the beginning. Cause I'm, uh, today's a good day for Brian to actually be taking my place because I am in the middle of remodeling the wrestling collector right now because on black friday it is going to be called the rock in wrestling collector so we're doing some uh work right now in the store as we speak but i wanted to call up and and, and share my thoughts of uh wrestlemania 2 now real quickly um i will never bet on the new york giants again ever in my life because <laughs> i cannot it's so humiliating to fucking have to call up and be a guest on your own uh, a calling guest on your own show and it's happening way too often i will uh, never unless 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 uh i'm not i'm not no, no less i'm not betting anymore anyhow uh, i'm not sure if this was brought up yet but if not because I'm, I'm sure you guys talked about the card and you know, and all the other stuff. What, what I wanted to, to bring out of this, and I, I don't know if this was brought up yet, is the three-location setup of WrestleMania. Uh, the only WrestleMania to ever do that, WrestleMania mm-hmm. two, you know, one was in L.A., one was in Chicago, one was in New York. Man, how did they not see that formula, especially in this day and age where they, you know, they, they talk about how much money is generated in the state and the town that WrestleMania mm-hmm. is in that whole week, you have the opportunity, especially now, technology. Listen, if you were able to pull that off in 1986, 
Can you imagine what you could do in 2024 with technology? There's no reason now. And I lo- listen, I love the idea of a two-day WrestleMania because it's more revenue for everybody, right? So why why can't they? You keep it the two you keep it the two-day WrestleMania, right? You can you can change this to like WrestleMania around the world, where you know on Saturday it's at three different locations, and on Sunday it's at three different locations. Because with technology nowadays, man, if they were able to pull it off back then, it's it's probably a piece of cake now compared to back then, right? So why not have multiple multiple big towns be able to host WrestleMania every year, where you know say you know each town gets you know five or six matches. And then they watch the, the the rest of that night's WrestleMania at the arena on closed circuit, like they did with WrestleMania two. Man, the money that they generate now compared to then, I'm shocked that they haven't tried to do this formal yet. And I I think it would be unbelievable business for everyone from the WWE to the different arenas to the different towns and states that it's going to be in. They have to go back to that formula because it worked in 1986. And it can easily work in 2024. Tommy, a lot of people will debate you saying it did not work in 1986. We did touch on that, and I did say that they brought it, they kind of brought it back for the 25th anniversary of Raw a few years ago when they had uh, Raw at both the Barclays and the Manhattan Center. And it was another disaster. The Manhattan Center fans felt robbed. Um, there's nothing like, you know, you, you you pay money for a ticket and you're watching a lot of the show on the screen. I And there was a lot of technical. You watched the show, Tommy, WrestleMania 2. There was a lot of, te- I mean, granted, they were still figuring their way out. It was the mid-80s. You don't have technology today. But there was a lot of technical difficulties, a lot of miscommunication. Yeah, I, I just don't think that would happen. I just don't think that would happen in this day and age. I think things are so different now than than back then. I, I just don't think that those kind of glitches would happen with technology these days. That's like I said. That's my opinion. I, I see. I'm, I'm a promoter, so I look at it as a diff, I look at it differently than you might. I look at it as I want to make as much money as I possibly can, right? So why not? You know, and, and listen, each each arena figure out. You know, figure and maybe maybe six maybe six towns is too much, and maybe you know maybe two days is even too much. I don't. I mean, it looks like that's a new formula, but just say it's three. Let's just go with the old for shits and giggles. What WrestleMania two was the three different towns. Okay, well Roman's gonna be in one town. You know, you have uh, you know Seth against whoever big in the other town, Cena, or you know they 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 have choices now with Cena back, and who knows if Rock's gonna be around for WrestleMania. I mean, there's, there's ways to run that. Uh, uh, Rhea Ripley. I mean, they have they have big stars, and if they if they 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 did the cards evenly uh, throughout the three different states, I, I think it, I think it would definitely work. I I I. What do you think, Jay? I respectfully disagree. What do you think, Jay? I would say they it would probably go smoother if they did it in the year 2023, because like you were saying, firefighter, there was a lot of glitches back at WrestleMania two. And if you ever watch it on the network or even get the cassette, a lot of the, the hiccups were edited out to make it look like it was smoother than it actually was. I think technology has come a long way. It would probably come off better today as a fan. Like you said, attending one of these shows and Tommy from a promoter standpoint, I can't imagine having to promote in three different towns. That must have drove Vince nuts not being in person for two of the three venues. From a promoter standpoint, would you find it difficult to to be locked into only one venue when you're promoting in three different towns? That's a great, great question. That's a great question. So the answer to that is back then, whoever Vince is in 1986, whoever Vince's closest allies were, and obviously probably Pat Patterson was one of them, and, you know, whoever else was high up in that time. So I'd say the pecking order would be Vince in one town. Uh, you'd have Pat Patterson in the other town and whoever else was in the other town. Uh, same thing today if we did it that way. You know, obviously Vince wouldn't be everywhere. Or, you know, he has a jet. Maybe he can fly everywhere. Who knows? <laughs> but, um, I, listen, I, I, I think it would work. Uh, I, I wouldn't be too worried about, the fans being disappointed if they knew in advance what the, the, the five or six matches they were going to get were going to be. 
And if they were known in advance that you could watch the remainder of WrestleMania at the arena on closed circuit from the other locations, I think it would be fine. Now, let me ask you, Tommy. I've been asking all the callers, and I asked Jay this, two questions. Number one, have you been to a WrestleMania? I have <laughs> not only been to a WrestleMania, He's I've been, been in, in a WrestleMania. He's been in a That's WrestleMania. right. That's right. How could I forget? That's right. Yeah. He still oh, gets those oh, royalty checks yes, every the week. Only the only WrestleMania I went to, besides being the police officer in WrestleMania 15, was WrestleMania 35. <laughs> it was at MetLife Stadium in Jersey, so I went. I wish I could say that I went to WrestleMania 4 and 5 in Atlantic City. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't. But, the, yeah, the only WrestleMania I ever attended live, besides WrestleMania 15, was WrestleMania 35. They say there's no such thing as a stupid question. I asked a stupid question. No, I no, can't no. believe I forgot that. <laughs> you you, you, you other, did what a good go host ahead. does, Firefighter. You set Tommy up to plug the fact that there he was go. at inside WrestleMania. There you 15. go. There you go. Yeah, that was a great meeting. Uh, so, and and the, uh, the other question, that, and this is a good question to ask you, Tommy. I want a point of view as a promoter and a fan. Do you prefer one night? or two nights, WrestleMania? That's a really good question. I prefer one night. Uh, however, financially, I can see definitely why they do two nights. And I also like two nights for the fact that, you know, someone that, like, see, so see, it, Roman's, Roman's Roman, right? So, like, Roman, as long as Roman's around, Roman's going to be the main event because he deserves to be the main event. So that limits right. that main event WrestleMania spot to just one person on that entire roster. Whereas with it being two days, now three different guys get the opportunity or gals to possibly be the main event of a WrestleMania. Like last year, for this year, for example, you know the night, the night, uh, the one night was Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn against the Usos in the main event of WrestleMania. So those guys would never, no disrespect to any four of those guys, they would have never right. had had the opportunity to be in the main event of WrestleMania if it was just a one-night WrestleMania. So, yes, for, for the wrestlers and for business, two nights is definitely awesome. Personally, because I've been watching since number one, I prefer one night. But I understand why they do two nights, and I'm, I'm definitely all for it. Gotcha. Gotcha. I mean, listen, I think there's only one main event, and that's the last show of rest, the last match of WrestleMania. But I hear what you're saying. I do think Owens and Zayn can be uh, WrestleMania main event material, but that's beside the point. And, uh, you know, we're, we're getting to that time. Tommy, I'm going to let you end the show like you always do, but I'm just uh, going to say uh, thanks to both you guys. Tommy, uh, listen, my team came down to earth on Monday night, or at least the offense did. <laughs> sure did. No, oh, my God. Your team, my, my heart goes out to you. Your team is all sorts of fucked up. You got more issues Thanks than God. a newsstand. So I, I appreciate, listen, <laughs> I appreciate you being a man of your word and a good sport. Jay, it was an absolute pleasure, and I want to thank all the callers. Great job. We couldn't do it without you. And, uh, and and let's give a special shout-out. As you guys know, you guys know better than anybody, most of the people that listen to the show call in. They just listen. So let's thank all of them, because without them, this show probably sure. wouldn't we, – we probably wouldn't be here today. So thanks to all the callers and all the listeners and, of course, to you guys. Good job today, Brian. Thank you very much, and have a great weekend, man. You do the same, Tommy. God bless. Take care. Jumping Jay, I'm I'm back for the last final thirty seconds. Just me and you. I will never do. Do me a favor, as my friend, as my friend. Please do never, ever, 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 ever let me bet on the New York Giants again. Please. I don't know if it's ever gone in your favor. I think anytime you put up that co-hosting seat, you've lost it. Yes. Well, listen, I'm not going to do that again. However, next week the co-host seat is going to switch. Uh, Jumpin' Jay, one of the world's richest men, will be on oh, location for a very, very lucrative multi-year million-dollar <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. business deal. So he will not be here next Thursday. Now, I believe, Jumpin' Jay, you are prepping someone to, to take uh, your place for next week, and I'll have a, a, a special co-host next week, correct? 
I, that's the plan. Yes, uh, that's the plan. And so uh, I'll have to reach out, make connections, and get somebody trained in to run the big board, as I like to say. But yeah, I will. Uh, I'll be in Florida next week with my family, half work, half vacation. Uh, I'll see if I can get inside the performance center and maybe get a tryout while I'm down there. Uh, but yeah, unfortunately, I won't be around to do the show. But yeah, we'll we'll find someone to run the big board for you. Awesome, man. And uh, I hope that uh, everyone out there has a great weekend coming up. Happy Veterans Day on uh, Saturday. No, not happy, but Veterans Day is, is this Saturday to everyone out there that has fought for our country to protect us. We uh, – oh, tomorrow. I'm sorry. Tomorrow's uh no, no, the, the 11th is Veterans Day, isn't it? Yeah, correct. The 11th is uh, tomorrow. A lot yeah, of, like, my Saturday. son's schools are celebrating it. So a lot of schools are celebrating Veterans Day tomorrow. But, yeah, it's this weekend. Yes, sir. So everyone out there that listens to the show that – and I know there are a few that have served our country. We, 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 we thank you. And we thank you for listening to the podcast each and every week. And uh, until next week, Jeff and Jay, I hope you and your family have a great time in Florida. I hope the business part brings you more millions so you can invest in ISPW, 80s Wrestling Con, 90s Wrestling Con, the Wrestling Wrestling Collector. (laughs) And I hope the other half is even better. I hope you and your family have a a great time, a great trip. And uh, I will catch you in two weeks, Jay, and I will catch you guys next week right here on 80s Wrestling, the podcast. (laughs) 